0: show. Today is episode 73. Wow. I am your host. My name is Emilie Flamandon. I live in Quebec City in Canada and I want to say thank you for spending some time with me today. It's going to be a very fun episode because today my guest is Bob Ennis. He is behind the Facebook page Rare Punk Music. And we had so much fun talking about that, talking about music in general, talking about his goldfish. <laughs> and also today you're gonna hear some music from the band Shit Happens from Winnipeg, Ashiga from Quebec City, and Static Pills from Chicago. Hello, hello, my friends. How are you today? I hope you are doing amazing. I'm doing good. I just started two weeks of vacations, but just from my day job, I'm not taking any time off the podcast anymore. I did that already earlier this summer. Now I'm going to commit fully to this podcast in the next two weeks while I'm on vacation of my day job. And I'm really happy about that, but I'm going to have some relaxing times too. And I'm going to see a lot of live shows. And I wanted to talk to you about my September punk rock calendar. Because September is always the most busy month regarding to punk rock shows. There are a lot and I just wanted to share my calendar with you today. And it's starting now. Uh, today, uh, it's September 3rd for me. I'm recording this podcast on a Saturday afternoon. And tonight, I'm going to watch a live hardcore show at one of my favorite venues in Quebec City. The headliner is Reese from Quebec. They are amazingly hardcore, I love them, and I'm going to discover two bands that I don't know about at all in the opening for them. One of them is called Destroy The Machine and the other one is Ghost Blade and I absolutely don't know them. I briefly listened to those bands and it's really heavy so I'm gonna hear some noise today but it's cool because it's been a while I've been in a show but for the rest of September it's gonna be crazy there's a week like in two weeks I'm gonna watch six shows in seven days yeah so, on September 13, uh, I will have the chance to watch Lagwagon and Big Wig live. Oh, I'm excited for this one. It's been a while. Uh, then there's uh, one of my favorite festivals, my favorite punk rock, hardcore, but also hip hop festival here in Quebec City. It's called Envol et Macadam. And it's three nights and days of shows. So on the Thursday, I'm gonna watch DNT Queens, Dug House Rose. Both are great bands from Ontario. Um, also, a local band called Hidden Bliss that I really, really love. On the Friday, so we're now uh, September 16. I'm gonna watch some hardcore bands like Get the Shot, one of my favorite local hardcore bands. Stick to your guns too, we'll be there on the Saturday. We're gonna have Still Insane, Mute, Our Darkest Days, No Bro. All of those bands are from Quebec. And also, oh, No FX is gonna be here headlining the festival. We're gonna talk about No FX later, I promise. I'm gonna watch also the next day on the Sunday. So, so okay, there's no FX on the Saturday. And on Sunday, I'm going to watch Ignite, Authority Zero, on another show. And on Monday, uh, I'm very excited because I'll finally watch the band Dark Co. from the UK live. They're going to play with my ger- German friends in a straight line. And then I'll go back to work. <laughs> it's going to be great, though. I- I'm happy to be exhausted, <laughs> for real. Then I'm going to go back. <laughs> working on my day job and get some rest <laughs> but the, the next weekend on september 3rd uh, 24th and 25th i'll go watch other shows 82 will be there a uh, very nice skate punk band from my local scene then on the sunday i'm gonna watch the bands on the cider and call me irony and then That's it for September, but it's crazy, right? (laughs) But I'm excited to talk to you about all those shows on the next episodes. Oh, by the way, I wanted to talk to you about that. Um, You probably noticed that my English is getting a little worse Um, and I I do a lot of... um, It's because I stopped scripting the episode. Because I wanted it to be a little more natural and I wanted to be a little more spontaneous. But the downside of that is that I make a lot of English mistakes, like way more. I'm sorry, I will definitely work on this, but I feel like I want to be more spontaneous. So that's why. Just be patient with me. Thank you. Okay, what happened with NoFX or what will not happen anymore with NoFX? So um, if you live under a rock, congratulations. You'll probably um, avoid a lot of negative emotions with um, everything that happens in the world. But you also missed this news about Fat Mike announcing the end of NoFX while he was answering a comment of a dude Named Edward Caesar Hands on Instagram. So the guy made a comment about Noifix not playing a lot in Canada. And Fat Mike answered that anyway, it's the end of Noifix. They are gonna play their final show soon, blah blah blah. So that's how we found out that Noifix might break up pretty soon so at first i was like maybe it's just a joke because the comment of the guy seemed a little passive aggressive so maybe fat mike just wanted to play with him as a joke also it totally could be serious because you know it's fat mike so why wouldn't he announce the end of the band answering to a guy on instagram (laughs) everything is possible with him you know then some people said, oh, is it a stunt to sell tickets next year and in 2024 for their quote-unquote reunion show? <laughs> and honestly, I don't buy this theory because NoFX, that band doesn't need to make stunts to sell tickets. All their shows are always sold out, I think. So no, they don't need that kind of stuff. But earlier today, I was enjoying a nice coffee, scrolling one of my favorite punk website called punknews.org that you probably know. And they say, they wrote an article saying that they have a credible source saying that it is true. And NoFX is going to release an official statement next week. So it's probably true. It's probably the end of NoFX. And this news makes me feel very sad. But also, am I that surprised? Because, I mean, this band is has been playing since, like, <laughs> the fucking 80s. So at some point, this is going to happen to all of our favorite Californian punk rock bands. It's going to happen to Bad Religion, to... Uh, to Lagwagon, to Pennywise, to, to 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 all those bands, even our Swedish bands like Melancholin they're gonna retire eventually, and it's crazy to think about that, but it's the reality, huh? Because maybe those guys want to do something else. Maybe they want to focus on their families. Maybe they are just tired of playing the same songs over and over again. Maybe they start to feel like they are not in a good shape anymore. I don't know. But yeah, the truth is, it's going to happen. And that's why if we, if we want to keep punk rock alive, we also need to dig new bands, DIY bands, and bands that are super active these days and that want to play music forever, you know, and they just deserve so much love. So that's why I try to do every week on this podcast to try to promote those bands, but also, also I definitely understand that it's a very sad news and I'm pretty shocked for real. And fixed said in another comment that their last show will take place in Los Angeles because that's where it all started, so that's how it's gonna end. And this reminds me one of my. Most beautiful, but also one of the mm, saddest punk rock moments of my life, because the last show of No Use for a Name after Tony Sly died was here in Quebec City at the same festival I was talking to you earlier at Envolé Macadam. Joey Cape was singing, uh, as well as a lot of punk rock artists from my city, punk rock friends. It was, at the same time, very beautiful and and also very, very sad. It was raining. Everyone was crying. Oh, that was intense. So, and at that time, I was starting to realize that this is going to happen to more bands. I mean, not necessarily a tragic death, but some bands are going to stop. Yeah. And I just hope that punk rockers will still... B-Punk Rockers, I don't. I hope you guys won't retire with those bands. I hope you will still try to discover new bands and encourage and support the very alive bands. One of my recommendations for today, because I'll have another one for you um, during the interview with Bob Innes of Rare Punk Music. But I also wanted to men you the band Shit Happens from Winnipeg, Canada. It's very interesting because they have two lead singers. I love the energy of this band. I love how they are angry. Uh, the lyrics are rad. And they just released a new single called Cunt, C-U-N-T, standing for Cancel Us Next Tuesday. Let's go. <laughs> Punk rockers, it's time to listen to the conversation I had with Bob of the Facebook group Rare Punk Music. What a rad dude. Wow. He's so genuinely happy about punk rock. This conversation made me so happy. So we talked a lot about music in general, about vinyl. He's <laughs> he's also telling me one of the best stories ever about his goldfish. You'll you'll see. Um, We also talked about the challenge of managing a very big punk rock um, Facebook group. Because he has like almost 40,000 people on it. It's crazy. So it's a lot of challenges, a lot of jobs. So we talked about that. And during the interview, you're going to hear... Two of our repunk mendations. Um you're gonna hear a band from my local scene called Ashiga. They just released a new single called La Foudre et la Crue. It's one of my favorite bands in the world, and I was waiting for new material from them, so I'm very excited about this new single. And you're going to also hear Bob's Mendations for the band Static Pills from Chicago. It's a skate punk, melodic punk band, and in this band, you can find members, ex-members of Counterpunch and Break the Silence. It's really good. You'll hear the song Endgame that we can find on their latest album, All Else Fails. (laughs) Hey Punk Rock man! If you like merch as much as I do, I strongly repunkment you the website epicmerchstore.com. They have t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, hats, long sleeves and kids merch for more than 200 punk rock, ska, hardcore and metal bands from all around the planet So if you like bands like Good Riddance, The Dreadnoughts, Frenzel Rom... Fall Diesel Boy, Crank, Straight Line, Polly, Randy, and many more. Oh, they also have a Tony Slide tribute merch. They support smaller and bigger bands from all around the world. Plus, they ship worldwide,
1: and you can have a flat rate
0: shipping cost. Get your merch at epicmerchstore.com.
1: Wow. Recording in progress.
2: Hey, how's it going? Can you see me?
1: What happened?
2: Uh, I I severed the tendon in my middle finger and, uh, had to get it stitched up and reconnected. And now, uh, I don't have use of four of my fingers. I have to train them all (gasps) how to move again.
0: Oh no. Are you like a a musician or,
2: um, I I play drums, but just in my spare time, nothing serious, you know, back in the day I used to play in bands and everything, but Mm. you know, people, people get older, they get families and, (laughs) you know, Stuff yeah. like that. But, what was your band? Yeah. Oh, nothing you've heard of. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would never know.
2: No, uh, like my favorite band I was in, like uh, Sideshow, and it was just me and you know some my friends from high school and whatnot, and
3: okay. you know we just
2: had a good time. You know, it's not like we did any touring or made any so money. What? It was just yeah,
3: just fun. Just
2: cool. Yeah,
0: just fun to play with no pressure at all.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just doing what you want to do, you know?
0: Yeah, that's how life should be.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree.
0: <laughs> Cheers. So, uh, where are you on this crazy planet? The question I ask to all my guests because I want to know.
2: <laughs> uh, in uh, Tacoma, Washington, on the West Coast. Mm. Uh, obviously, in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you probably you probably know where Seattle is, I imagine, right? Or no? Yes.
0: I almost went there because I went to uh, Vancouver. Like oh, okay. eight years ago, and my ex and I we planned to go to Seattle. But finally we only we stayed in Vancouver because we loved it so much. So we said, Oh, we're gonna go on another trip.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's still yeah, on my so list. I, I live like thirty minutes south oh, of okay. Seattle. So oh,
0: good. I'm yeah. happy to have you on the show because it was a request for uh, from a listener, from a patron,
2: from yeah. David.
0: And I thought it was a really good idea, to be honest.
2: Yeah. I, I was stoked, you know. It's like, I, I've been asked to do these kind of things before, but I don't know. I'm just, it, you got to get me in the right mood, you know. It's like, yeah. I'm kind of like a, a reclusive person sometimes and... You know, but I was like, I got to do this podcast thing, uh, you know, it's like, I've seen it before a couple of times and I'm like, all right, like, this feels good.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's fun. And today I want to talk about music in general. I want to know more about you, your project, you're the great community you build already. But I was like, oh. I feel for like a music, just talking about music in general. So maybe we could start with like, talk to me about your first favorite bands back in the days. Like, how did oh, wow. you get into punk rock? What What was the band that made you fall in love with the, the genre?
2: Well, it was probably, you know, I know people like freak out, you know, but Green Day before Dookie blew up, you know, before everyone oh. knew what. Punk rock was or melodic punk, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But I got exposed to thousand thirty-nine like slappy hours and Kerplunk. Yeah. Like I got introduced to those like on cassette tape. A a friend of mine had them. I'm like, what the hell is this? You know? Yeah. Hadn't heard anything like it before because before I was into like butt rock, like metal. You know, like the 80s metal, you know, like Metallica, Iron Maiden, Slayer. Makes sense. Uh, Yeah, you know, and then so, you know, into the thrash stuff like Anthrax and Megadeth. And so I like that, you know, and it was really fast and everything. But then, like I heard, started to hear punk rock. I'm like, wait, they're both fast. They both are intense, you know, and I'm like, this is good. I like it, (laughs) but it has melody. Interesting. So, yeah, so then, like, um, I just heard that, and I really liked it. And then you know how it goes. Like, back in the day, you had the fold-out paper catalogs, you know? Oh. And and then, like, Lookout Records, like, had one of those fold-out ones. And so I'm like, well, hey, I could get this for five bucks. (laughs) I might might as well send away. They just put cash in an envelope and send it off, and, like, two months later, it would show up. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've paid money for this
0: wow yeah. we yeah. we forgot that era
2: <laughs> right yeah so i i don't know probably dating myself you know with all the catalogs and everything but <laughs> yeah that's that's how i got into it you know and that kind of started out on lookout with like the band 15 on lookout and of course operation ivy you know mm. on lookout um and uh those were the like the main bands 15 and operation ivy on lookout and then uh, and then of course Green Day, and uh, mm-hmm. then I got introduced to Face to Face, oh. which every, everyone who knows me knows Face to Face is like my favorite punk band. They They're always so have been. Good.
0: I saw them play two weeks ago, and it was still unbelievable. Like
2: that's right, they came and toured up there.
0: Yes, at a festival called uh, Rock La
2: yeah and i
0: met them briefly uh it was a fucking great show for real they are yes they are aging but (laughs) not 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 musically and on the stage they were rather uh well always impressed always super fun to see them
2: yeah yeah did did you meet trevor
0: Yes, a little. But I I wanted to talk with Scott because I oh, yes. because I interviewed him like a uh, a year ago, and I was like, hey, I wanted to say hi. But uh, they were busy and they were super um, tired, and they they had to leave the show early because they had to be at the airport at like 4 a.m. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I that didn't makes want sense. I didn't
0: want to just much of their time but I said I and it was super fun
1: yeah
2: yeah yeah it's like a running joke between like me and a lot of people that like Trevor and I have this awkward kind of love hate thing it's like you know I I love face to face and I love Trevor and all the face to face guys but I don't think he knows what to make of me because I'm like (laughs) super high energy like you know kind of (laughs) kind of in your face and you know Trevor he's pretty even keel you know he's pretty mellow for the most part or whatever yeah and uh like i remember one of the first times i met him i was like totally hammered like just shit-faced and (laughs) and scott loves that scott loves to talk scott loves to joke around you know and uh he thought it was funny and uh so scott's like autographing stuff for me and then i tell trevor i go hey trevor and this is true by the way i had a goldfish a goldfish that I named Trevor. Uh. And, and he was huge. He was like this big, a goldfish. <laughs> and I had him for 26 years. No fucking way. 26 years. I could not believe it. And then <laughs> and then if you Google lifespan of a goldfish, <laughs> it says 26 years. And I moved and it moved with me from like place to place and place <laughs> for 26 years. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, crazy so i named him trevor and i told trevor this like at a meet and greet which I one, go, hey, trevor, this oh, okay. one man? i named my goldfish after you and he's like oh you didn't like say a word and scott and like you know dennis uh we're just laughing it up you know and uh same with danny they thought it was funny trevor not so much <laughs>
0: This is I think this is the best story a guest ever told me. <laughs> but yeah. oh, but okay, um, how do you take care of a goldfish for 26 years?
2: That's the thing. I kept it in the same tank. <laughs> the tank was about this big uh, okay. And just one goldfish, just Trevor. <laughs> and I literally, I've probably lived in seven different places. And every time I moved him, I kept him in the same tank, got rid of like 75% of the water so it wouldn't slosh out of the tank. I'd put him riding shotgun, put the seat belt around the tank and I'd be driving,
3: oh like God. moving
2: Trevor to like his new home. <sighs> yeah.
0: Okay, so yeah. so you have Trevor from face to face and Trevor from place to place. Scrab.
2: <Yeah>. Oh nice. <laughs> you nice. Uh, U- unfortunately, Trevor, sorry. Trevor the fish passed away though.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, he
2: Twenty-six years, and then I came home one day and he was just like bloop,
0: bloop. Oh and I'm it's like, a,
2: oh, Trevor. That's it was a, pretty sad. It was pretty sad actually.
0: Definitely. Twenty-six
2: years. Twenty-six years. years. And all you do is I feed him one pinch of food in the morning. That's it. (laughs) I'm
0: really impressed. I didn't know because the only goldfish I had, unfortunately, they wouldn't last more than like, I I think one, his name was Clo-Clo. I think think he lived like a year and a half, but yeah. Wow. Nice story. So face-to-face was like your first, I could say, uh, uh 90s californian favorite band
2: uh that would be oh that's a tough one there's a lot from california oh man that's a tough one uh i would probably man that's a tough one so many good ones i would have to go with probably it's got to be rancid for the most part like over the years like You know, uh, of course, you know, you have bad religion and all those and no effects, all that, you know, whatnot. But, you know, uh, Rancid, for some reason, that one's like been through the years, I've kind of stuck with them, you know, some of the albums here and there, I wasn't really a fan of, but they still make good music. They're still touring, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably them. I was into social distortion, like it's one of my favorites, but they haven't put an album out in, like, 12 years or something. Oh, you know? yeah, it's...
0: totally. They still do some shows here and there, but but not album. But you're talking about Rancid. Can you believe I've never seen them live? What?
3: How is that possible?
0: I was supposed once in 2011 uh, uh, um, or something. No. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. That's not true. Anyway. But I I canceled. Uh, I didn't go to the show because I had to adopt a cat.
2: Oh, because you had a cat?
0: Yeah, I had to adopt a cat because if I wouldn't adopt him, it would be in a shelter and he was such an asshole so they would probably like euthanize him so I just, right. just skip the show it was with rise against rise against and rance
2: <laughs> oh man Then adopt wow. the
0: cat yeah
2: and they haven't been your way since
0: not really uh they wow. went to some festivals i couldn't attend, so it's definitely uh, on my list. Rancid and Descendents are probably two of the bands I need to see once in my life. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, those are definite must-sees for uh, sure. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What's yours? What's your the bands you never seen that you wish you you oh, had? You wish you will.
2: Uh, I finally saw the Bronx. You know, because they were with Face to Face and Frank Turner yeah. uh, in Seattle. So that was like three weeks ago, I think I saw them. So the Bronx, I checked off my bucket list because I had to see them. Nice. They're amazing live. Oh. Uh, but what haven't I seen still? Gosh, that's a good one. Um, I've seen, I've been going to shows for so damn long. Yeah. It's like after, you know, it's like, wow. What is some band that I have not seen, but I really want to
0: no you have time to think about it, but also I want to yeah I want to talk about how you build your great community rare punk music the it's a big Facebook group, and it like it's super yeah. it's super alive like a lot of posts every day. so how did you build this?
2: yeah, um well, it started out um. I was, there was an eBay auction, okay, for a Bouncing Souls 7-inch. <laughs> oh. And, and so I won it. And the guy who was selling it, like, I kept messaging him. I'm like, hey, dude, are you going to ship this? What's going on? I just kept messaging him, you know, like, like, dude, come on, don't rip me off. And so then he gets <laughs> back to me and he's like, oh, hey, sorry, man. I had this issue, this issue, whatever, but I'll send it off. I'm like, cool. And then he's like, so you're a huge Bouncing Souls fan. I'm like, yeah, they're pretty good and he's like oh man i'm a huge fan blah 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 we just started talking about music and this is probably like back in 2008 or something and he's like hey i started this uh online kind of used record kind of emporium thing where i have all these rare records and this is before vinyl was popular
0: yeah it's not popular know, it, since that long
2: yeah you know so this was like 2008 no one really cared about vinyl that much true and uh, he was like well hey i have this rarepunkmusic.com okay no facebook stuff yet and he's like you seem like you know a lot about music and you're really passionate about music do you want to like start making this bigger than it is with me And i'm like hell yeah (laughs) i'm like yeah i do and so we had this web page made and it's totally bad. It's so cheesy and easy and simple. <laughs> the graphics were terrible, I think like the first one I drew like on a piece of paper and scanned it with the, like a printer <laughs> and uploaded it, it was terrible. <laughs> um <laughs> but he he was like let's do it so he had a storage facility like a storage container with all the records and people would email me and they would email him because we'd have a list on this website oh nice it's not like you could click and pay i mean this was basic you would have to email us give us like you know your address and all that and we would ship it and like of course paypal existed so we would send money through paypal Wow. And that's so a lot of it, work. It, it, right. It was way more work than I thought. And then once it started getting popular and everything, um, it was almost like a full time job. I'd come home from work and then I'd answer all my emails, ship everything out, have to go to the post office, all that. It was it was crazy. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then my buddy Aaron, he, you know, had his first kid. And he's like, hey, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this mm. anymore. I got a kid. I'm like, I get it, dude. And then he's like, yeah, I'm having another kid. I'm like, oh, dude. And he was like, hey, man, it's all you. He's like, if you want wow. it, do what it, do what you want with it. And I'm like, cool. So I was doing everything by myself for like two years. And I just couldn't do it. No. It was too much work. I'm exhausted. Work.
0: Just. Thinking about that, I'm exhausted right now, so I can't believe it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, right? It's just... it's overwhelming just hearing about it.
0: Oh my um, god! So
2: yeah. I, I was that.
0: No, I said, oh my god, just thinking about going so often to the post office and just buy boxes and whatever. Like, oh
2: yeah, and I didn't have the cool things on the you know on the computer where you can just print out the labels that are prepaid this was like literally printing out addresses through my computer cutting uh, around the address and then taking pa- tape and putting tape over every single piece of paper that has address on it i mean it's ridiculous um wow, okay but- so
0: You're just like, oh, I can't do it. It's
2: Oh, no, I couldn't, you know. And Mm -hmm. uh, so especially when vinyl started to pick up around 2010, Mm -hmm. I believe I started really seeing a lot more traffic and I couldn't keep up with it. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, hey, I told Aaron, I'm like, look, dude, I'm done with this online rarepunkmusic.com. I'm going to start the Facebook page, Rare Punk Music. And... You know, so we paid, we posted this thing on the site, on the website saying, Hey, this site's no longer active, Mm -hmm. but you can still participate with us and do whatever you want through us on Facebook at Rare Punk Music. And I didn't know anything about these groups. I didn't know about promotion. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything. Like when I first started the group, it was terrible. Like if I saw a funny meme that had nothing to do with music, I just put it up there. (laughs) Yeah. or like, you know, some advertisement for great deals on pizza. And I'd be like, oh, cool, I'll post this in here. And and did it have anything to do with music, maybe a thing or two. And it was terrible. There's like 20 people in it.
0: <laughs> I love this.
2: Yeah. And and then so after a while, I was just like, what am I doing? This isn't rare punk music. This is me just not knowing what to do. So then I would go to other music pages. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's how I started keeping up with all the music and bands, because their websites kind of went away once social media, you Mm -hmm. know, got popular. So I noticed there was no more dot coms, really. It was all Facebook pages where they would say their tour dates, album releases. And I'm like, well, crap. I'm like. I want one place to go where everyone can go to. So you're kept up on new releases. You're kept up on tours mm-hmm. um, and you can share your collection, you know, wow. and a place, a place where everybody who are like, like minded, like myself, like things I'm interested in, they yeah. can all come together and meet each other and trade and all that, you know? So slowly I kept building it found out the things that work found out the stuff that doesn't work
0: yeah we need you to know? yeah it's part of the game finding what's not working at all
2: <laughs> yeah yeah and you know and it, it got overwhelming at one point because I'm the only person for rare punk music there's no there's no other moderators there's no anyone else it's oh, like I'm that
0: a- was one of my question oh really
3: mm-hmm
2: Yeah. So I'm the admin, you know, everything else, all the other little positions you can assign people, whatever moderator, all this other stuff. I do it all. You know, that's some, that's one thing people like don't realize. And we almost have 38,000 members like right now. Um, So I found it the easiest way to manage everything. It's like, I have like this no bullshit policy. Like, you know, very important. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that way I'm not messaging people back and forth like a parent like, hey, little Timmy, no, 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 you can't say bad words to other people okay. or, you know, you can't come in to just shit talk everything <laughs> just because you're having a bad day. Sorry, little Timmy. Yeah, no, there's none of that shit. It's one and done. Like, you know, it depends what it is, like when people are in sure. there and, and the, if they're just being straight up mean and talking shit, you know, and if everything they say is negative, you're done. You're not contributing to the group. Yeah. And the way I see it, because I stopped my participation in other groups because I saw the shit going on and no one doing anything about it. You know, there's tons of groups where it's just, you know, they're going to start trouble. And the only reason you're in it is to see the shit show that's going to go down. I know it's,
0: it's not LT.
2: No, no, it's not, you know? So there's enough of that kind of stuff in the real world. So I just was like, fuck all that you know it's gonna be no arguing Mm -hmm. you know no talking shit um you know it even comes down to like what you post like there's just a lot of just stuff i don't agree with and i'm like no this isn't gonna you know fly yeah and And you
0: wanna it i I don't know if you're like me but our pages are also a safe place from all the shit that happens in the world and i know punk music uh, it's important also to talk about those topics I want to but on our social medias themselves it's like I just want a positive vibe so I just I block people uh more than I, than I used to because I'm like you're you're supposed to know that you don't say that so
2: right yeah exactly we just you want know... it to
0: be a fun community for for us ourselves but also the people there
2: yeah well and that was another thing like i would have people message me you know when i wasn't so proactive about handling all that mm-hmm. they are like hey man i love your group but i gotta go you know i just can't handle this person or yeah. oh, this okay. content <clears throat> and mm-hmm. it's like it's a fine line because it's like i don't like just kicking people out it's not because oh i don't like you you can't come in i mean you really got to be pissing off people in the group and not positively adding anything to the group. If you're not, sorry, you got to go. Yeah. Um, so now it's like, people I tell people to tag me. I'm like, look, man, I'm one person, but if you tag me in something mm-hmm. where there's some questionable stuff going on, do that or just report it, you know, and uh, I check it every single day, all the reports and this and that. That's and thankfully there's not many now, like seriously out of the 38,000 people, maybe once every three months, mm-hmm. some new people come in, and they're used to talking shit in all these other groups. And then they come into rare punk music. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's that, just like, work. Yeah. block, boot, you're gone. And then I'll get messages being like, hey, dude, fuck you, man. <sighs> this ain't punk rock, man. What are you, a oh, pussy? i Yeah, oh. they will take the turn to message me on Facebook oh. once I boot them. And I don't even respond anymore. You know, and the funny thing is I'm not friends with any of the people that are talking shit and then message me after that. It's like, you know, are you really that upset you got kicked out of a social media group to message me and, like, tell me how not punk I am? (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's so funny. People, it's so funny to me.
0: Some people really like to remind us how not punk we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, last time. But uh, I have a pretty good crowd too, and it doesn't happen to me a lot either. I feel very lucky. But sometimes it's like so stupid comments, like "You're too happy to be punk. You're you're <laughs> smiling.
2: <laughs> you're smiling." Well, I'm, de- <laughs> I'm definitely guilty of that as well. Yeah,
0: so. that's that's why I said uh, I thought about this example i think now we are laughing way too much to be punk
2: <laughs> right right yeah uh, totally But you okay, know, that's funny
0: <laughs> yeah but y- your facebook group is called rare punk musics in in the sense yep. of like something we can't find a lot or is it like because it seems like at large like i can post yeah something. it
2: started out just rare punk music But then, you know, as I started, like, I don't know, I I was getting older and listening to the same bands and only punk rock. And then, uh, you know, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I have so many other interests as far as genres of music Mm -hmm. that I can't talk to anyone about because nobody else likes it. (laughs) Yeah. So, so slowly but surely I started, you know, we have these things called rad mail days you know Ooh. like rmds like rad mail days and it's something i kind of started and now everyone else is really caught on to it and i love it they'll they'll be posting rad mail day and then oh. they'll take pictures of whatever they got that day or that week and post it and then everyone gets to talk about it it's great
0: i should i should participate more i read it but i, I don't go a lot on facebook but i love your group you know, i should definitely do some rad mail day post
2: too (laughs) you should i'm telling you the rad mail days are contagious i i I tell you you know and other members like expect certain people to always post if they don't they're hey why isn't so and so are they okay they didn't do a rad mail day you know (laughs) um but yeah so i started doing that and then instead of just showing punk i started doing like things i'm into you know whether it's like Total like 90s, like Nirvana, Soundgarden, Alice in yeah. Chain stuff, or if it's like the 90s hip hop, like Dr. Dre, you know, Snoop Dogg, you know, all that stuff, you know. Um, so at first there was some confusion, which I understand. You come to a rare punk music group yeah. and I am posted about Eminem and shit. And you know, you nice. get the people like, fuck you, man. You're well, not. What punked. is this? In-. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's the first thing. And then it will snowball. And, and then everyone starts clashing. And I'll let that go for oh. maybe a half a day, depending. Or right away, I'll get rid of it, depending how hostile it is. Wow. Um, but it, I did put a disclaimer, but no one reads at the top of the page like what Rare Punk music's all about, uh, what the community is about. There's not many rules. Just don't be a dick.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I read shit. it.
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's, but it's like
0: the people. Yeah. If people don't read it, I mean, it's yeah. their problem because yeah. now you it legitimates you to block already. Like because yeah. you're like, and it's obvious. I went on the page. I see it. You know, so
2: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's pinned to the top. It's been yeah. pinned there for I think almost two years now. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, hey, it's right there. Um, yeah, so yeah, there's a lot of backlash at first and I didn't know how to handle it, so I, I wasn't kicking people out. And then they kept doing it and kept doing it. So that's when I started the one and done. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll, what I'll okay. do first is I'll see what they' said, what they did, then I'll check out their profile, you know, to see if they've been doing anything in rare punk music to see if they've posted, you know what they've been commenting on is it
0: just and one that, thing or it's recurrent or yeah, yeah
2: you I, know I, it's I, like i'm like well are you a regular do you contribute anything positive mm-hmm. you know to this or whatever and then if they don't then i'm like blocked whatever no warning you're gone it's wow. that simple oh
0: you but know? so have after- overall because you do that you manage the group is still a very nice place to be and the rat mail <laughs> days uh and so you have thirty thousand something members yeah, 38 on
2: it? about 38 37 something, how many so.
0: how many posts a day do you probably receive? about a
2: hundred yeah it's a lot huh? average anywhere between like Fifty, sometimes seventy-five, but on, on certain days of the week, about a hundred posts. Nice. So that's pretty good because, like yourself, there's so many people that I, that I talk about, like lurking in the background. Yeah. Like they see everything, they enjoy it, but they just don't comment or post for one thing or another. And I didn't know this because at one point I was like, "Why the hell am I doing this?" Like there's oh. almost thirty-eight thousand people. And I'm only getting like a hundred people interacting you know, on a regular basis, which is still a lot, I found out. Yeah. But, but, and then some people would chime in every once in a while when I would make a comment of that. They'd be like, oh, I'm here, man. You know, I, I'm just lurking in the background, but I enjoy what you're doing. I love the group. And I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. Like, I'm not talking to myself here. you know? No,
0: but it's normal. I have, a, I think, 27,000 people on Instagram, and it's the same thing. I, the, I mean people like to probably just uh, look and see like oh okay there's a good suggestion they can take a note of what vinyl they want to buy or what band they want to they want to hear but like at the end of the day they don't answer everything you know
2: exactly Same thing. yeah and then I started to understand that and I'm like okay that's cool you know it's like I'm just like super outgoing and active with the music because yeah. it's like my passion and, yeah exactly you know i, I get so excited about it especially talking about it <laughs>
0: there's also a matter it's also a matter of algorithms and visibility on facebook and there's nothing we can do because it's all like it's manipulative things like so i, I after a while you'll be like not blocked but like um, not visible anymore because they want us to pay ads blah 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 no so yep. it's just normal it's good so uh, yeah. um is the people posting mostly about vinyl i want to talk about vinyl
2: yeah oh hey me too i could talk for like a year straight just about i see
0: my- i see your collection behind yeah. you on the zoom video
2: <laughs> yeah
0: i'm impressed oh shit wow yeah okay <laughs> how many <laughs> uh yeah. some people wanted to know how many vinyl do you have
2: oh geez it's crazy oh well Lps uh oh god <sniffs> probably like 4 thousand wow. something like that and i got this shelf right here i haven't got my seven inches in it yet but Like I got this, this huge shelf that goes from like the floor all the way to the ceiling Uh, and all these white boxes here, Mm -hmm. like all these, like they're all full of seven inches and like these down there are all full of seven inches and there's like roughly, you can fit (laughs) about a hundred, you know, a little, or a little more per like box. So You know, probably have between what's there and I got some in the closet because I don't have room, probably (laughs) 2,500, seven inches, probably.
0: Insane. Okay. And what is the more rare one that you have?
2: Everyone always asks me this. It's so tough because honestly, I've forgotten. Yeah, About I've memorized, honestly, shocking okay. enough, like when I go record shopping or something, I've memorized every single thing I have, whether it's on vinyl, cassette, CD, you know, it's like I've memorized it all. Uh, OK, but
0: OK, which one do you think worth the most money?
2: Most? Well, I this it's not my favorite album, but I've got a sealed uh, Sing the Sorrow by AFI. Oh, shit. People like sell that for a grand, you know, like a thousand bucks. That's crazy to me because they I think they pressed like 10,000 of them when they came out. And then now they've just disappeared. Like, are there really 10,000 people who just don't want to get rid of it? Like, yeah, that's so crazy. I love that album. You know, people like will give me shit. But I think Sing the Sorrows, their best album. It's really
0: good. I wouldn't sell it either if I had it.
2: Hell no. I it, it stays sealed, you know. I mean Ah
0: okay so you bought
2: I bought it when it came out for like fifteen bucks from the store.
0: That was another of my question if you still have sealed vinyl. Because I don't I do. I'm I a, do. I'm in the other team. The team of... I don't oh, care. You know? Yeah. I bought it. I play it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 half and half. Okay. Like once I got a really good you know, turntable and a good system. Then I started opening all the records that I kept sealed because I'm like, now this sounds fucking like I remember vinyl yeah. sounding like, um, you know, I just had an old like techniques turntable I inherited from my grandfather. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it had so many <laughs> issues and I had it repaired and it just didn't sound great. And then I upgraded, spent like $300 on a turntable. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh damn, this is what I need. So once it started sounding better, then I just started opening I, Like I didn't care anymore. I, I went through the vinyl snob thing where I'm not going to open any records. They're just to look at, you know, I went through that crap.
3: Yeah. And yeah. then
2: now I'll open and play everything Unless I know it's like something that's super limited, like fifty copies, one hundred, you know, yeah. um, I'll just buy the regular black one to play, and then I'll keep the other one sealed.
0: Oh, that's good. I don't have uh, that kind of vinyl, like super limited. No, I try to. I try to limit myself a little.
2: <laughs> I don't have that <laughs> thing in my brain to do that. Like I'm very impulsive, and yeah. I'm like OCD. So I'm totally obsessed about collecting, like, everything. Um, And it's like, as soon as I see vinyl or something, I go, must buy, must buy. Like, it's crazy. Um, (laughs)
0: Yeah, I feel that. I have a rule with myself that if I already have a vinyl, I won't buy the special reprint colored vinyl. But sometimes I'm like, ah, I want that. (laughs) Propaganda 25th uh, anniversary, but yes. I already have it, so uh, no, I was yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. Also, you know, I, bought, yeah. No, no. I bought that one because it's remastered and it really—it sounds better. It sounds better. They, usually, there's not a difference at all. Like it's just the same thing, but they say it's remastered. You know? Yeah. But you can actually tell a difference mm. on that. Yeah,
0: maybe I regret not to buy this one.
2: Real? No, I think you can still get it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Actually, they just put it back up on Fat Records a couple days ago. Like, you know how Fat does that? It'll sell out and then they just put it up and someone finds out because they check the site mm-hmm. every single day.
0: <laughs> it's really so... hard sometimes to buy vinyl on Fat Rec, to be honest. It's, yeah, it, it is. Especially yeah. in Canada and especially... Europe, too. Uh, they don't want my money sometimes, I think.
2: <laughs> well... Well, yeah, they didn't even, the no use for a name box set, they, they didn't even ship that internationally at all. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah. That, it really does suck for you guys because the shipping's expensive.
0: I know, And, it, but... and
2: almost every release is in the U.S., you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, so that would be brutal.
0: What label, but, yeah. um, I want to talk about colored vinyl. Um, do you have a label that you really like they're pressing specially
2: or? Yeah. It's like, I became friends with like over the years, like with so many people that are like actually like friends now, you know, uh, we talk all the time. I'll always buy their releases when they come out. Like, you know, even stuff I normally wouldn't buy just to support them, you know, Yeah. Uh, You know, like, I'll do that, like, all the time, like, and I just posted today, uh, my buddy Drew, um, you know, he's from, you know, Tacoma, Seattle, you know, where I live, and he has a record label called Tiny Dragon Music, Oh. and he's been doing all these releases for, like, years and years and years, but he finally had to, you know, call it a day, you know, because you're getting older, you have priorities, and that aren't. Record label oriented and stuff. So you know, I've helped him out ever since he had his record label and would promote it through rare punk music, you know, and this and that, and like all my promotions and everything I do. I I don't charge. I don't do any of this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some people neither. are like, oh my god, you don't get paid anything for doing all this and putting all this time and effort and i go nope i go i do it all for free because i'm passionate mm. about it and it's something i love yeah same you know? for
0: me except for the some sponsors for the podcast i don't charge labels or bands to uh feature yeah. them on on my instagram for me it's like yeah that's i, I want to do that because i want to help so but if you want to sponsor the show, yeah, but I, I know it's like, oh, of course, yeah,
2: I
1: know <laughs> what
0: you mean.
2: It's Yeah. So, you know, I'll get floated test pressings and, you know, hook up on vinyl, you know, as like a thank you, which is great. Like, that's better than money, in my opinion. um so yeah so uh that's cool that like all these different record labels and the people that run them they'll like send me you know vinyl here and this and that randomly um or hook me up with test pressing or you know stuff i would enjoy which is it's fun
0: and i think the colored vinyl uh on a lot of labels are so pretty it's crazy how pretty they get
2: No, there, there's some really good ones, you know, that certain labels are really picked up and, and do on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like my buddy Drew, Tiny Music, uh, Tiny Dragon Music. Like today I posted in Rare Punk Music that he's closing up, he's done, Aww. and he has to liquidate all his like, you know, stock oh, that he has, all I'll his check. vinyl. So he's selling everything for a dollar like oh my every God. record every seven inch like for a buck or pay what you want
3: oh. so
2: you know it's like hey if you haven't heard the music this and that maybe pay a buck just help them get rid of it you know of course. um you know or if you're in the position to pay them like normal price 10 bucks 15 whatever yeah. else you know yeah. So no, but like, I'll do stuff like that. And I pinned it at the top of the page today. I'm like, Hey, everyone, help them out. You know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. So.
0: Oh, that's so nice. It's so important yeah. to support each other. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'll do that for so many uh, like small independent record labels that a lot of them are run by one person or only mm-hmm. two people.
0: Ah, they're working know? so hard. I think about a lot of them that I'm in contact with there's they are really passionate for real about music and i don't like bigger labels too but it's different but small labels it's we feel it like
2: deeply well yeah (laughs) like especially when you know you kind of get an idea once you talk to people that have their own labels and run them you really Mm -hmm. see how they don't make money like oh yeah hardly at all And sometimes you end up taking a loss you know Mm-hmm. So they're doing that because they're passionate about it too, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, oh I love that.
0: yeah, totally. Okay. I have a question for you from the listeners. Um, what's your favorite Canadian bands?
2: Oh, um, I don't know if they're still around, but the Penske file.
0: Yes. I saw them. Play. Oh, you did? I saw them play uh, maybe in the, last December. Oh, man. Oh, and I and the
2: Penske file. What's in that? May.
0: In May, too, at the Pudza Fest. So I saw them twice this year.
2: Oh, man. Like, I don't know if they've... Maybe they've come to the States once, maybe? I, I don't know. They're not really, like, a full-time band because they all, like, have full-time jobs. Oh. And, you know, because I was... uh, who the, like, singer or guitar player? I forget. I forgot, like,
0: I forgot where they're from, exactly
2: yeah I'll like, check. I'm not sure
0: they are they are so happy on the stage it's the thing that uh that is the more noticeable for me is that they are so happy I love that yeah
2: yeah so I was talking with the guitar player you know I think it was and I was like hey man like I want to get a hold of some of your vinyl you know it's like sold out on your band camp and this and that and he's like literally no joke he's like oh man I think I got some records kicking around in the trunk of my car (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like dude I'm like I'll buy them if they're not all warped (laughs) and everything and he found some and and it was really cool you know he was like oh thanks you know and for the support and mentioning us and rare punk music and, and it was pretty cool like I'm like Penske file. Their albums are amazing. I think they only put out like Uh,
0: they're from Ontario. Okay. Sorry. I I needed to
2: know. Oh, they're from where They're Ontario. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, Yeah. they
2: are. Penske file. Big fan of Penske file. Um, Also, well, NSFU, you know, everyone likes NSFU, you know, I'm sure. And of course, Propagandi, you know, that's everyone knows they're from Canada, but, um, But yeah, Penske file, I would have to say they're pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> There's a band I sent you called Ashiga. It's a Quebec, Quebecois band. They are playing together. They've been playing together since a long time already, but um, it it's been a while since they released new stuff and they just released a new single that I'm going to play on this episode.
2: Nice, yeah. nice.
0: The Quebec yeah, I scene checked is that great. out
2: uh, on. I uh, went on YouTube, you know, yeah. and I checked that out. I'm like, damn, this is really good.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Super it's like good. I don't
2: understand what they're saying, but the music's pretty damn awesome. <laughs> I
0: love this band because they're talking about like social stuff, but also very local stuff in Quebec, in Quebec City, even. So it's gotcha. it's great. Yeah, I love them.
2: So I'm yeah. gonna play
0: a song on this episode uh other and then static
2: maybe? pills i let you hear static pills yes
0: it's your mandation for this episode i really liked it super fast kate punk band where are they from again i forgot
2: uh that's a good question i i don't know Okay. <laughs> it, this, the album came out i think in like early 2000s yes and and so this is like the first time it's being pressed on vinyl so it had never seen uh, a vinyl pressing i'm pretty sure Sweetie, and it mm-hmm. was like a band that uh to my knowledge they kind of did a little bit but then mm. it wasn't released um and then so a friend of mine put it out on his uh record label and was like hey man are you interested in this record um if you promote it you know i'll, I'll hook you up at the test pressing and this and that And i'm like Send me a link. I'll check them out. Yeah, (laughs) there you are.
0: Pretty, very. I don't think we see that now, but they're from Phoenix.
2: There you go. Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Does it say like when they started? It's probably early 2000s, I believe.
0: Oh, it it says also Chicago. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh. Chicago or Phoenix. Anyway, I'll check more i'll say yeah because i'm gonna play a song
2: that's good stuff
0: yeah i really liked it for sure what else should we know about that you discovered recently or maybe a smaller band that you think deserve more love oh
2: right here flag on fire oh
0: (laughs) reminds oh yeah reminds me something
2: yeah flag on fire man they're like they're like i know uh, them Whole bunch of guys that are just badass that have great music, uh really kind of up temple kind of, you know, probably I wouldn't call it skate punk, but it definitely is like faster, you know, got the melodies. Yeah, um, I like, remember like doing harmonizing guitar stuff. Uh yeah. they're from uh like Florida, like how's uh, it I don't know. I don't know where in Florida Florida. I'm so bad with some of these facts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I,
2: I like They were on my rare punk music group and then they were on a label Uh, They were on felony records. Mm -hmm. And then after that, like sound speed records. And I was, you know, friends with the people at felony. And then that kind of broke up and then Uh, their sound speed records came out of that. And uh, you probably know sound speed. I'm sure.
0: And you know what? I think I have this record.
2: (laughs) Oh, like you have the flag on fire.
0: I'm not sure, but I definitely played them on my radio show.
2: Oh, object, well but- that's awesome because yeah I, I re- so they're good buddies of mine and yeah you know I found out because of uh you know felony records and then uh they were in rare punk music and then they started conversing with me through rare punk music and then we started like video chatting and messaging and then finally on like I don't know it was like 2013 or something they came down they came all the way to Washington which is across the country to the other side of the country and played a show like in my hometown and finally met them like face to face and everything had a great time. Uh, And then ever since then, we've been totally, you know, just, it's just kind of worked out where we're like, have actually forged a friendship out of like, not knowing anyone, you know, really on the on the internet, on social media, and then they fly out from the other side of the country to play the music that I love. You know, you can't beat that. And then actually kind of like forge friendships. Oh that's right. That's what it's all about to me. Like you meeting people with genuine connections through music.
0: Oh so many of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can't believe I can't believe how my life would be without punk rock.
2: Oh yeah, that's that's always been my favorite genre of music. Like, like I like so much else, but for me, punk rock. It just it just spoke to me. I, I don't know what to say. There's just something in it, like lyrically, like just like I like the technical like music while the really fast drumming, the double bass, you know, oh, yeah. double kick drum. I love that. Um, you know, I just the, I like the aggressiveness of it. You know,
0: aggressiveness, but uh, still melodic too so
2: it's yeah see that's what the melody see that's
0: just so that's good that's
2: what i liked yeah when i first like i said way before green day got big I, there was melodies, <laughs> and i'm like what the hell's that
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: when green you day know? was so, yeah.
0: when green day was rare punk music
2: <laughs> exactly there you go <laughs> i like how you tied that in oh,
0: that's so right. hey that's thank you for being here with me uh, today it was such a great conversation we could talk for like three hours still
2: (laughs) oh yeah yeah it's like i can't believe it's almost been an hour seriously it's like so
0: i think people definitely should go and interact on your group Uh, it's open to everyone it's not an obligation to talk about very rare things
1: repugmentation
4: it's hopeless my dreams are in the- Utility becomes the answer. Searching for a message in it all. Waiting for the test results. I wonder if it matters. Perspective of a dreaming of me. So catch me.
0: this episode you're gonna love it but until then punk your life and see you next week